Hey queen, welcome to the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast, where we get real, honest, open, and transparent about the everyday journey of being the queen we are destined to be. There is no holding back as we have intimate conversations about where we come from, where we are, and where we are going in our lives, personally, professionally, and everywhere in between as we build the queendoms of our lives. So stay tuned. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. I am your girl, Davina, and I am so grateful that you decided to tune into this episode of the podcast. Before we go any further, I just have to <laughs> regroup because for some reason, the live stream was not trying to live stream when I first pressed play and we were sitting here trying to figure it out. So either way, like I said, welcome to Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. Um, tonight, I'm so excited to um, be introducing my guest here shortly. But before we get into this episode, you know, you guys, I always have to come with my announcements and my reminders. So make sure that you are sharing this video, liking this video, getting in the comments. You know, we like to talk. Um, you know, we like to have you guys in the comments and we like to talk back to you. Make sure you're also subscribed to us on Spotify and Apple Music. You are also um, following Divinely Crown on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. I don't know if you heard last episode, but Divinely Crown is getting a facelift right now, divinelycrown.com. So just at least if you are checking that website out, which I know a lot of people have been, make sure you're subscribed to get those notifications when divinelycrown.com does come back up. And if you haven't already been following our my social media and you don't know yet, you're about to know that we are throwing one more event before the year is over. And it is going to be called The Royal Affair and is presented by myself and Divinely Crown, as well as tonight's guest, which we'll get into Rabbit 3 and Andre Jones. If you are interested in coming to that event, it's December 9th. 2023. We're having it at the 1020 Collective um, from 7 to 11. We have theme colors for this one, guys. So get your purple or your gold outfits. Come slay, get fly. Um, we are encouraging heavily to wear those colors. Um, just to know, be real royal, get into the full theme. So you don't have to be decked out in either one, but just make sure your outfit is like, you know, accented or enhanced with those colors. Um, we also want to take the time to shout out two of our sponsors. The first one is Radius Co-working Space, which I have the pleasure of recording my um, podcast in this area. Radius Co-working Space is a community of freelancers, entrepreneurs, and remote workers in the heart of downtown Erie. They provide a space for people to share the tools, knowledge, and encouragement that each um, need to achieve their personal and business goals. Radius is passionate about advocating for a better Erie, eagerly welcomes new members, 
who are building businesses, lifting up their peers, and are excited to make the city a better place. And I can speak from for them firsthand that they really do stand behind what they um, believe in. They're very encouraging. Me as an entrepreneur has been here for about two years and I love it here. I'm always inspired and, and loving all the connections I make. So definitely if you're looking for a co-working space as a remote worker or a business owner, entrepreneur, I would definitely check them out. Um, if you're watching this live, I did put the website at the bottom of the screen that you can check out. Also, we want to shout out another one of our sponsors, um, Easter Group Daycare. Um, Easter Group Daycare is a safe, nurturing, enriching environment for your child's early needs. Um, they are dedicated to providing top quality care for parents. They support and um, they support. They have supportive and experienced team of caregivers who are committed to their child's growth and well-being. They have flexible hours. I believe right now they are hiring, which if you are interested in, you know, becoming a, a staff member there, the phone number is at the bottom of the screen, as well as I believe they are um, taking kids for third shift. So, Shout out to both of those sponsors tonight. We appreciate your support, um, you know, with being a part of this royal affair, which I'm so excited. And we'll definitely get into more to tonight. But now, without further ado, I would love to introduce, first of all, guys, you know, I said even in my last episode that I will be um, having kings on here, getting their perspective, hearing about their journeys. And I have my first king tonight. Okay. <laughs> I can already tell this is about to be a very eventful um, episode. <laughs> But tonight I have the pleasure of having my friend, my my event uh, collaborator partner, <laughs> Andre Jones of Rabbit Three. And go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Uh, my name is Andre Jones. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm the creative force behind Rabbit 3. Yes. So thank yes. you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Listen, we'll get into it more tonight, but Andre and I, I always like to tell like our back, my background with certain guests and Andre and I have been friends for quite a few years now. Very much. Um, I remember I used to think he, he didn't like me. He's like, I used to be like, but I realized he's very much introverted, which we will get into tonight. But Andre and I have a very unique friendship because he is very nonchalant, quiet, loves to be behind the scenes, and I'm the total opposite. If you guys know, you know. So when it, we're around each other, he's like mellow and I'm wild. <laughs> but we definitely, with this event, we've definitely been able to find the balance we both need, like to keep us level-headed in this in this planning of this event. So I'm excited to have you and get into this conversation. And before we even start, we have our first, first comment. Kyra, she said, yes, Dre is a creative <laughs> enigma. She said, I'm so excited to witness this. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Kyra. I already got some. We have some viewers, so people have been waiting for this. Okay. <laughs> But anyways, let's get into this episode. So tonight, 
let's, we're just going to talk about the journey. So Divinely Crown is all about talking about where we come from, where we're at, and where we're going. So I always like to start at the beginning. Tell me about young Andre. And do you want to be called Andre or Dre on this? Because I mean, it's up to you. Up to I, me. Okay. I, I answer both. So. Okay. So tell me about young Andre. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a general question, but I think um, it is the best way to sum it up is the kid was really out there. I, um. Heavy into anime, heavy into okay. video games, heavy into art, um, heavy into fashion. Okay. Uh, and 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 just like wildly obsessed with design. Okay. And so, like, at what age do you feel like you really started to feel that way? Like, was it like really like what? Tell take me back. Tell me tell me like how that all started. So uh, one time, like daycare. The, okay. First of all, daycare. Yeah, yeah. Back in daycare. <laughs> So once I'm in daycare uh, during nap time, the I, I don't know if she was a teacher, but the she was a college student. I, okay. I do remember her going to Gannon and she was like up sketching. And I was like, what are you doing? And she showed me how to draw like a bride. Okay. So she drew an oval and she drew like uh, the shoulders. She drew a half semicircle and like this is the dress and you can do this. And she taught me how to do it. And I was like, so I so for like probably like two years, I was just drawing brides, just brides, 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 brides. And eventually that kind of like evolved into me uh, just drawing all types of other things, like using like comic books as references, uh, watching anime, referencing that. And that got me into video games. Okay. And yeah, so it, it's, it was young. Very young. young. That, first of all, that's dope because I definitely wouldn't have. I didn't know that. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you started in like daycare. Yeah. Which is I think that's cool. So do you feel like. Was that like your pat? So that was your passion from a super young age. True. So how did that kind of get you through? Like, so art is is something I, I'm assuming was like a big thing mm -hmm. just through your journey. So how did art kind of play a role in just how you grew as a person through your journey through life? Uh, it, I'm trying to think how to explain this. Do you feel like it? it I, I do. Okay. I, I I just think it was just uh, I, I use it as an outlet for expression. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I love color, mm -hmm. and I just always try to implement that in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Like how I dress. Um, like the, like if people who know me from back in the day, like always wear crazy color, mm -hmm. <laughs> always wear crazy color sneakers. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just always just been a form of expression. Mm -hmm. So even though you were, I'm assuming, were you always like pretty introverted or have you? Were oh, you 1000%. Okay. Okay. 1000%. So like you saying I'm, I'm grew up as an introvert, kind of a quiet kid, but I was very expressive with my coat, like the way I dress, like, did that play, like, were you a popular kid? Like, were you kind of in the, like, what, what was that like? So. All the way up from like uh, kindergarten to eighth grade, I went to Catholic school. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We went, yeah, we went to St. John's yeah, together. Yeah. 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 So. John's. Yeah. <laughs> we were the night. <laughs> oh yeah, but was, some people called us the Johners. I, I had no clue that was a thing. Oh. Somebody get out here that's a Johner and tell me if that wasn't a thing because I feel like it was, but I was only there for like two years. Oh. So. Okay. <laughs> you were there way longer. Go ahead. So. 
you, you know, the aesthetic at, at, at Catholic school, it was preppy. Mm-hmm. So everybody wore Old Navy, everybody wore the Gap. Um, yeah, so it was that. So I went from St. John's and then I, I went to Central for high school. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking in there like with a Gap sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, who's making this shit? No, for real. And it was like, yo, why you, what you wearing a Gap for? And I'm like, because it's cool. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And so it, it it drew a lot of attention to me. Mm-hmm. Um, not all positive, mm. but not necessarily all negative either. Okay. But I, but one thing about me though, I was able to pivot, um, and I just I just mixed. So I I, I switched up aesthetics. Um, I, I matched you know preppy up with I guess you could say urban wear yeah. like the rocker wear and all that. And 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 for real for real like it just. It, just, it, it looked good. So you was a designer from a very young age. Yeah. I got, hold on real quick. I got Kyra. She said, <laughs> introverts unite. 1,000%. We got Mary Shell, and she said, John are on the move again. And then she said, night and day. Oh, you must have been talking about when you went from school to school. But mm. so see, Mary, you said, John, or you knew what it was. I don't know what Dre was doing. I've never heard of that. I've never, I've never heard Do of you that. you play sports? No, I, I ran across. I ran cross country. I mean, at St. John's. At St. John's, because I feel like that's where I heard, knew that from. From when we were, when I played basketball, that was a long time ago. We ain't, we don't got all the memories. But either way, so as far as your fashion and and things like that, so you even talked about how like you got when you, even when you switched to from like elementary or or middle school to high school, it was almost like a culture shock. And you said some of the attention was negative and and some was positive. As I guess a male, like what, what did, how did that kind of shape your, your self-esteem, if at all? Um, I, what I, it actually worked out for the better because I learned very quickly that you can't worry about what everybody else has the same mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, for sure, you know, looking at the other guys in, at Central, I, I was like, I don't, I don't want to look like them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to, everybody's wearing Jordans. I don't want to wear Jordans. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I want to stand out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I fortunately, I learned very quickly to not care. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't sit well with a lot of people. Mm. But, I mean, that's life, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, it worked out. It worked out. It, it truly did work out for the best because. Uh-huh. So, when you say it didn't work out, can you tell me, like, take me a little deeper into that. Like, it didn't work out for, like, it didn't work out always for people, like, for you to be like that. Uh, so you have to think like back then, um, well, we're talking like early 2000s. So like everybody had this specific look, like you mm-hmm. had to have the chain, you had mm-hmm. to like, nigga. some yeah. of the guys were like taking the, the foil wrap and putting it in their mouth to make it a grill. <laughs> and I, like that stuff, like it just, it didn't speak to me. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's really not me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, I really like to think of myself like. I was dressing like Kanye while everybody else was dressing like Ooh. 50s. Man. But no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not hyping myself like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. 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 But no, nah, but for real though. No, nah, but for real. And and so it's that. And um, like at parties, I like to dance. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, you know, some people are just too cool to dance. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I came here to have a good time. good time. So I've just I just always didn't, didn't care. care. I love I, I just I didn't care. I love that. And that started pretty much as you were growing up or like just your whole life you just felt like go ahead answer that first and then i have another question uh you know i'll I'll say early on because i was a gymnast growing up and okay you know black boys don't do don't do gymnastics yeah yeah and even like at catholic school i caught heat for it Mm -hmm. but when they found out like i could do more push-ups than y'all i'm stronger than y'all i'm faster than y'all and it's like whoa 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 and it's 
Yeah. Yeah. So. So what made you get? So when did you start gymnastics? You just you're very. I think yeah. I started like probably six or seven. Okay. Uh, I was watching Power Rangers. I told my mom like I want to do that, and she signed me up at the Y. So we were taking classes for like a couple of months. We was only doing Saturdays, and they closed down. And she took me to Erie Gymnastics Center. Shout out to Erie Gymnastics Center. Yes, Take y'all kids there. Theme Lightning. Yeah. Yes. Um. Did yeah. They just Liberty Street is that yeah, so the okay. West Gym moved to Liberty Street. Okay, okay. Um, I she took me in there, they uh they assessed me. I was on pre-team and then I got to comp- competing. Yeah, I was d- doing big things. Uh, and this was starting at like six. So yeah, by the time I got to the team, I was probably like around nine or ten, okay. and I started competing at I think 10 or 11. Okay, yeah, that's dope. Listen, he said, I want to be a power ranger. His mama said, All right, let's go to gymnastics for real. That's that's dope. So let's go back to young because you said, you know, your mom and I I know that you I personally know you have a, a strong support system and you you have siblings. So take me through like childhood. Are you the oldest? I am the oldest. OK, so what was that like and like siblings and, and relationship with parents and things like that? Uh, <laughs> you ain't got to. I mean, you know, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. So uh. I think with me being the oldest, I've always kept in mind that I don't want to stress my mom out. Mm. You know what I mean? So I've always kept my, I always, I've, I've always tried to like navigate with a level head. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to do this because that's going to cause stress on mom. And mm. you got two other siblings that you got to help out with. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it, it was interesting. Mm. Um, what I will say though, is like for the, for like a good amount of time, my mom dressed me and my brother alike. Mm. And you know, almost to the point, like people thought we were twins, and it would, it drove me crazy. That's what me and Devonna went through. If y'all, if you don't know who Devonna is, that's my big sister. I look at pictures. We definitely, my mom had us dressing like twins. We're like two years apart. Same with me and my brother. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it drove me wild. Did it? And I think that's also another thing that kind of fueled me to try to find my individuality. Mm. Um, but eventually she finally stopped. Thank God, because it 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 like one day like. Uh, I came downstairs and my brother had the same outfit and I lost it. I lost it. How old were you? I think I had to be like eight or nine. Uh, I lost it. mm -hmm. So, and you saying eight or nine, because I'm just thinking about my my son and how he is, he is into fashion. He loves to be fresh and things like that. So knowing from that young of an age, I feel like is like, I think it's cool when you can know, like, mm-hmm. I want to be an individual when it comes to my style and who I am. And so how, take me, go ahead. You were, I know you were talking, I have Alex real quick. She said, Dre. What's up, Alex? <laughs> hey, Alex. <laughs> so you, okay. So you said you lost it um, because you guys were just like, <laughs> so like, and then from there, your mom's like, yeah, never mind. Like, right, yeah. 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 Thank God. She's, she's a tough cookie to break. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm so glad shout she gave him on that one. Yeah, shout out to mom. So you talked about how, you know, being the oldest, you didn't want to stress, you know, your mom out. You wanted to pretty much set an example for your siblings. Right. Like, do you feel like, cause I do, it sometimes seems like, and I, I can't speak from full experience, but I can't cause I'm the second oldest, but like, do you feel like that was sometimes a burden Oh, 1000 percent to have to do like have to do that. Yeah. And do you feel like it kind of like do you feel like that's something you still are aware of now? Or like is how, did that play a role in just your growth as a person growing up? So I just had this conversation with um my friend Lauren 
the other day. And have you watched Snowfall? Y- yes, but I haven't finished it. Oh, but you got I to finish do. It. It's, yeah, man. Yeah, I do. I do need to finish it. So a while back, um, I had a pop-up shop and my mom was like, you know, she came, she, she's always supporting, always mm-hmm. there. And she was like, Andre, you are so lucky to have your friends. And I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, you know, when we were growing up, she said, we lost so many friends to drugs, mm-hmm. gang violence, mm-hmm. like just the, all the, uh, the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That whole, that whole crazy movement in the, from the late eighties to early nineties. Mm-hmm. And then after watching Snowfall, it just occurred to me that our parents like endured a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, at a very young, young age, age. Mm-hmm. and so I, I, I had to have have sympathy. Yeah, I had to be sympathetic to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I, I may not have had X, Y, and Z that I wanted growing up, but I also at the same time I had to remember that my mom, she did the best that she could with what she had. Yeah, yeah. And sure. she's human. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? And I, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy because I look back at she was twenty when she had me, and she she made it work. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, me at 20 taking care of a kid not happening yeah, yeah yeah so yeah it, it, I, I just learned like you gotta give grace you gotta understand people you gotta yes. see where people are coming from yeah that's true and I totally can uh, relate and agree with what you said about like they were learning too because even as a parent I have a, a 11 and an 8 year old and we've been talking so much about how like Wow, I'm the age. I remember when my parents were 30 yeah. raising us. And it's like, there's so much that I'm still learning and so many mistakes I make as a mom that like, I have to give them grace because they were like, and, and sometimes I have to tell myself like, you have to, Vina, you have to give yourself grace to know that you aren't always going to be the perfect parent because sometimes I feel like we are now so conscious of mental health and just trauma that sometimes we end up feeling like, okay, I don't want to do anything to cause trauma to my child. Right. And then it's like, you're stressing your own self out. Right. And it's like, yes, be aware, but also know you're not perfect and give yourself grace. Also give your parents grace because they were learning. We're all learning. Like we're constantly learning. So I, I can totally relate to that. I have Bernadette. She said this young man. Hi, Miss Bernadette. I just realized it was. She said this young man is so awesome. I saw him on chatting with Sonia and friends. <laughs> does um does he have designs for 65 and up? Listen. Go ahead. You can answer that. But listen, I already, it's on for everybody, Miss Bernie. Listen, go go to www.rabbit3.co. Yes, yes, and we will. And it's in the show notes. Um, I did tag um his website. I'm actually also wearing what you'll get into one of his shirts. I have one on. I was like, I want to wear your the, your latest one, but <laughs> and we will definitely get into the design. But I do love like the insight you just said about just um the grace, but also knowing. So like, do you feel like um being the oldest, like, did, do you feel like that kind of helped you to where you're at right now? Yeah. Um, again, going back to just one, having patience with people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. um, you know, my, my, my youngest sister is 20, 24. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I deal with people her age, I just think to myself, like, remember your sister's that age. Yeah. How would you want somebody to deal with her? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, I I it, being the oldest it it is such a burden, but it is also a blessing because it does prepare you. I, I think it gives you a little bit more experience mm-hmm. than your younger siblings. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because for for you, like you're like a test trial. Yeah, 
are. You are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely are. So let's go back to. I, I guess I just want to go back even about like the anime because it's so funny. Like I think for for me personally, we grew up. Like, yeah, watching like the Nickelodeons and we watch sports and things like that. But I didn't start seeing black people or know of black people into anime until they got like I got older, maybe mm -hmm. within this last few years. One of my cousins, Courtney, she's very into it. Um, so tell me like a little bit about your like your your love or do you is it like a love of yours to like? Well, I feel like it kind of is because you have. Your your fashion is kind of there's some references. So in there. yeah. so tell me how did you get into anime? Um, maybe what is anime for people that don't know and things like that. So anime basically is just Japanese cartoons. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think the I think the first anime I saw might have been Voltron. Okay, I think it was Voltron, and uh, and, and <laughs> you remember Movie Stop? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I do miss those things. I do too. We stop Blockbuster and something. There else. was another one. There was another one. Yeah. I forget the last one, but Family Video. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So going to Movie Stop, you know, when we go upstairs and go looking through the stuff, I would always, I would see anime. I'm like, oh, I want this, but it was, it wasn't appropriate anime. <laughs> <laughs> real honest, open, and transparent. No, but for real. <laughs> So I, I I just <laughs> I just wanted to watch anime because I like because one thing about anime I loved it I love the colors mm. I love the design of it and and also like how in in most anime how they design like the the outfits or the the apparel that they're wearing mm -hmm. which is crazy to me mm -hmm. and so um yeah so I was just always wanted to watch it and then like fast forward a couple years later I came across uh, tsunami which was uh probably like a two hour special that had just like different animes on there. Mm -hmm. And I, I found Sailor Moon. Okay. And yeah, that's the one I think a lot of it, like a lot of people, that's kind of a, like the colors, the, the outfits, cause the outfit, a lot of the outfits people don't know is like, they were inspired by actual designer, oh, like actual wow. couture fashion. Yeah. Okay. So it, it just, it just spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I, I used to <laughs> get the VHS, put it in and record it. I used to do all that, man. I love For real. And like, so how young were you when you started like getting into anime? Um, I I guess you could say probably like seven, eight, maybe mm -hmm. nine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and so like, how did your so you take anime and you take fashion? Like, when did this kind of idea that you wanted to start kind of doing, kind of collabing, combining the two? And I guess I want to. I don't even want to go there yet. Okay. I don't want to go there yet because I feel like that's like where you're at right now. And I want to hear that journey in a minute. But I do want to talk about something um, going back to gymnastics. Okay. So some people may not know, <laughs> but Andre is, I don't even know what you, you're going to tell me what you call it, but he does pole competitions, mm -hmm. right? And so take me through that because you're getting ready to go to, you just won something, right? Yeah, back in August, correct. Okay. And so you're getting ready within the next week to go to Finland Finland for a competition. Yes. Um, so 
with the you went from gymnastics you also danced mm-hmm. right you used to do the street dances i did i did yes so actually before even that so tell me like when did you get into dance and and the competition so you've literally been like competitive your whole life i have yeah yeah so True. take me through the dancing and the going into pole competition so uh going to the house parties I, I just I just always want I I just like dancing mm-hmm. and um and and in in that house party scene like you always had like people who stood out as like the dancers mm-hmm. and, and and I I just always in my head I just wanted to be like when I get, when I get in the middle of that circle I want to shut it down like that's all. <laughs> I know that's I feel be feeling the same way so when y'all see me doing these TikToks just know yeah <laughs> so um. So yeah, and and eventually, like I guess, I I started to develop a name. Mm-hmm. It's like I I was dressing crazy or just dressing differently, but then yeah. I was also dancing. Yeah. And um, shout out to Marmar and Jamelia yes. and Carlissa. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jamelia had reached out to me. And she was like, um, hey, Marmar and Carlissa want you to do the street dance. Would you be down? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, it, one thing I do want to say is. Dancing at a party and doing choreography is two different things. Mm. It's it's like they're, I know. they're worlds apart. That's and why I take dance classes really because I just be doing my own thing because I can't keep up with this. Stuff. Telling you, man. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, we 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 got together. Walmart choreographed. Yeah, he choreographed the whole thing. Mm. Um, yeah, we did it and we won. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right, yeah, I, I can stick with this. And then the next year we did it, we did it again. Um, we won. And that was the last time I did the street dance, but by that time I was I was at Edinburgh, and then I had joined the dance team at Edinburgh. Okay, and oh, we yeah. were also competitive too. And okay. actually, now that I think about it, I did compete with Marmar and Jamelia. It was Kanisha and Kiana, and we competed in Pittsburgh a couple of times okay. too. So yeah, I, I've, I've always been competitive. Always just to answer your question, been competitive. And where did that spirit come from? I, I think I, it was in you. I think it it, it was in me, but okay. I also think like. I just like going back to again going back to St. John's days where like the boys in the class just thought I was like somebody they could walk over, mm-hmm. and I just always been like, nah. You to prove yourself. Even though, like when I compete in gymnastics, like nah, like no, yeah. we're, no, we're gonna go toe to toe. Okay, <laughs> no, that's what's up. I love it. Listen, we finna go toe to toe because you ain't about to catch you. Don't 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 let. My fashion fool you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Or me being <laughs> so quiet. Me yeah. Being quiet. Because it's it's so funny to hear this, knowing how introverted you are, and you but you're very like you're like, nah, but you gonna yeah. see me shy yeah. type stuff. So yeah. So what okay, I like I have a bunch of different questions. Go ahead. So okay. So okay, so now. You're, you do pole competitions. Mm-hmm. So take me through that. Tell tell my audience like what that even is. And and yeah. So how I got started with it back in gymnastics, um, the owner of the, the owner of the gym, Doug, shout out to Doug. Mm-hmm. He was very good friends with people from Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. And he would have them come in from time to time and like teach us how to do stuff. Like like we've learned how to do stuff on the silks, the like the yes. curtains, the Spanish webs. Um taught us like all type of like contortion tricks like just crazy yeah and he showed the one guy showed us a video of chinese pole acrobats okay and imagine i'm being back then i'm like oh my god i want to do this 
And uh, fast forward years later, um, I looked in the pole dancing. There was only only I saw like a pole class in Pittsburgh, but it was just more so like choreography. And I I wanted to do like crazy tricks. Mm-hmm. Searching on YouTube, I saw this Russian guy did crazy tricks, and then I saw this one guy do a routine, and I'm like. I really want to do this. Mm. And then lo and behold, because God, God works in crazy ways. Yeah. My friend Sam, shout out to Sam. Uh yes, yes, yeah, try out her uh her vegan treats. Sunday vegan yes. treats. Yes. She had posted a video of her at the studio. I'm like, where is this at? She's like, mm. it's across the street from the airport. So I uh me and a friend, we took a semi-private, and from there it was just love. Yeah. Um, I was taking classes, I was like, just like zooming through it because it was just, it's right up my alley. Yeah. And um, I somehow I was just googling and I found pole competitions, and then the fire was just lit. And I'm like, I'm I'm ready to go. And then I found yeah. out like they do it at the national level and then the international level. I was like, I need parts of this. Oh, and if listen, I tag I put his his all his social media. You have to check him out because he's a beast. I still want to take one of your classes because you do take classes. Oh, I got ideas for 2024. So we will be just know. But he so I guess even with you saying, because if people think of pole, they always go to like strippers. Right. right? 100%. But for you to be doing these classes and it's a competitive thing, like what would you tell somebody who maybe has that stigma that maybe it's like, oh, mm, you're, you know, thinking negatively? Because I do like even when Sam would tell me, she's like, it's a, it's literally like a, a workout. Like, so tell me like if for somebody who may be like, mm, like, tell me. I tell everybody just take a class. Take a class. Because what people don't know is strippers work extremely hard like mm. that. It, it, it's hard. It's hard work. It looks like it. Yeah. And, and I, I think that also another issue is, is that anything that is primarily female dominated, mm-hmm. it's automatically written off as like, oh, that's easy. Or that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's anything but that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like pole dancing is extremely painful. Mm. Um, You know, they like you look at these strippers and these dancers, they make it look graceful, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not. It's, it's very intense. Yeah. Because you're it's literally your body with this whole and like I'm telling you guys gotta look at his competitions because it's like he be you be you'll you just be doing a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff that I'm like wow. So you've won competitions, obviously. You just talked about I found out it was the state and then the this level and now international, which you are going to be doing an international competition. So like how many competitions have you won? Like all that. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your poke your chest out. Okay. I've, I've won a few competitions. <laughs> how um, many? A, a few. <laughs> so you being humble. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I've won a few. Okay. So, but I, but, but now I'll flex a little bit. So, yes. 2019, I was the national champion. Uh, wow. 2000, yeah, 2019 happened. So 2020 was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And 2021, I came back as a guest judge. So okay. I just had to, you know, perform. And I told myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come back 2022 and see if I still got it. Mm-hmm. I got blown out the water. I mean, I got blown, I, like, blown out the water. Oh. Like, it, it I got off. Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was nothing nice. Oh my god! So I told myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm coming back next year. It's gonna be a totally different ball game. I came back, uh, which was which was yeah, this year. So I ended up taking third, 
And I, at first, I was a little disappointed, but then I had to deal with like everything that I got going on, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was with the Pole Sport organization. Mm-hmm. So there's different type of organizations that have competitions. Okay. Um, and then so for me to go to Finland, I competed at another national competition, and I won, and that qualified me to go to Finland wow. to compete at the World Championships. Wow. So World Championships. Yeah, world Championships. Do you know like what like how many people are in this competition or anything? Like so, that? Um, for women, it's 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 a lot. Mm. It, like like women, it, it's a lot, and and those women are incredible. I I like I I, I truly do thank God that I don't have to compete against them because they oh, would, wow. they would like literally they they would eat every man in my category. Oh up. my God! <laughs> like for real, like they would because like you have to think a lot of women are like. A little bit more naturally flexible, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're not just that, but they're just as strong as me, if not yeah. stronger. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like their lines are cleaner. They <laughs> like I just know I'm happy I don't gotta do that. For real. Wow. So you're gonna come back being an international. I'm I'm praying. I listen, listen, I'm praying that I can just bring home a medal. Yeah. Cause last year I competed, I took fourth. Okay. So I'm so I, I okay. I peeped the scene, I saw what I gotta do, what I gotta tweak. So I'm like. Hoping it works in my favor. Yeah. So send him some positive vibes as he does go. Cause I don't like this is this is a dope because I feel like we do see, you know, we see football, basketball, yeah. all these, all these the the regular sports, but like to see somebody um see a male that is going after a different sport. And this mm. is a sport. It is. Um, and being in, at the international level. Like yeah. I think that's I commend you for that. Thank I'm you. proud of you for that because I think that's amazing. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, I have Kateria. She said, okay, now. And she put the hands up. And Kyra said, <laughs> we're speaking your win into existence. Yes, we are. It's power praise in these that, words. Yes. So, all right. So we're going to, so talking about we're this next, you know, one of your next passions and loves, obviously, is your brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to know, I want to hear about the journey of you becoming an amazing designer. So I know you did talk about how from a young age, you know, you were drawing. So, but you now have Rabbit 3. Right. So tell me first about Rabbit 3. Like, what is what is Rabbit 3 all about? Um, it, R- Rabbit 3... It's essentially just a, uh, it's an ongoing project. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to explore the middle ground between um, design and artistry. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to keep it a little bit fun, Mm -hmm. a little bit whimsicality, whimsicality, Mm because that's how I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know, when I design items, I try to make everything transformative to Mm -hmm. some degree. So like a jacket may, the sleeves may come off, um, shorts, pants might turn into shorts, uh, Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I designed these sandals with these boots, really. And, you know, take the strap off, they turn into sandals. Wow. So it's like, I try, I, I just try to be, try to be out there, basically. <laughs> that, it seems to be the theme for you is, right. I try to be out there, even though I really don't want to be out there. <laughs> that, yeah, touche. Touche. But I feel like you're out there in a way that you're able to, like, even though you are, you know, reserved but you're like i'm going to express myself and i through through a different lens and that mm-hmm. is the lens of fashion and um don't worry i, I she's kyra said why the name rabbit three don't worry i i got that question too um but like even for me when um you know i 
people know my story. I grew up with very low self-esteem, um, you know, just always because of my weight and just like I was always admiring people from fashion with fashion and just um, just all the things. And then just going through my own healing journey, fashion became a like an outlet for me, like a therapy and a way I mm-hmm. express myself. But so for you to say, like, even though I am like res- in like introverted, the way I express myself is through my style. Mm-hmm. And you say it with all of you, like you're wearing a bright mint suit me outfit right now that is, says rabbit three on it. I typically wear all black though. Just, just throwing it he does wear all, You do. Yeah. Do you do that for a reason? It's just, you know, go as a growing up, I was like, that is so boring. I don't get like that. But as an adult, I get it. Mm. It's so much easier just to throw black oh, on it and just head out the door. Look, it really is. And it go, you can even like I when I wear black though, I like to do like a pop or something. Like just be like, okay, but you still know I'm Davina and I mm-hmm. extra. So because I think we even had a this conversation with Alex just about like trying to find what our style right. is. And Alex talked about like, I like wearing black. And I'm like, I know I do too, but I'm trying to obviously get out. I have like all most of your shirts I have are in the dark color, but I'm like, I want yellow i want to yellow this time <laughs> but like kyra asked like um and i know we got to go back further because rabbit three is your now but right. you started back with other what with other fashion yeah. names and, and things like that but why rabbit three what is where did that come from so i my chinese zodiac is rabbit mm. um rabbits are the luckiest of all signs they're very tranquil they love peace and i think that that really does. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, three, uh, three is my life path number, mm-hmm. and I'm also a Gemini, which is the third zodiac sign of. <laughs> I think it's no. I love. I love. I love that because it's like we see the even for me, my my brand, we see these names, and it's like, where did that come from? And it's mm-hmm. literally for us the most like basic thing, like yeah. like for divinely crowned. Davina means divine. Like, and I found that out last week when really? we were together. I had no clue. I was like, oh, <laughs> when you were talking to Ilya, I was yeah, like, oh. Yeah. And then crowned, I love, I've loved, like, I was like, crowns are my favorite shape. Like, it's always just, I've always loved crowns. So I mm-hmm. just, and I was like, peep, like, queen or divine. So it was like, bam. Right. And now it's a whole you know, yeah. name. Okay. Um, so, but I just think that's so cool, but what is life path three? What is that one? So you, um, how you get it is you add your birth month, birthday and the birth year together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's different like, yeah, names. but what is like, what is that? Do you know? I, off the top of my head, I don't remember. That's horrible. <laughs> no, it's okay. Because I know my kids, like one of my daughter, my daughters is like, she's, um, like, Yo, I'm not a fraud. Like, I'm not. No, I know people be yeah, fraud with that okay. stuff, but no, I, I just don't know off the top of my head. We don't. We don't know it all off the top of our head. But if we went into our notes, we would know. It's okay. You don't know. Ain't no one got to know. Anyway, <laughs> Kyra said folks can vote. Oh, she said folks can vote for Rabbit Three in the Green Light Business Contest for Erie's Black Wall Street. This podcast too, because you know, if you don't know. Now you know Divinely Crown is an award-winning podcast. I, I did not know Rabbit Three is even nominated. Yes, they Isn't are. It? Thank thank you, Kyrie. Yeah. You are in the you are on the list. Okay. <laughs> so if you uh, like what you're hearing, if you've been following Rabbit Three and you want to support and get him as you know the local um fashion fashion, I, I forget the exact name of the category, but 
you know, vote for rabbit three. And then we have Latoya. She put the party emojis. Hi, Latoya. <laughs> so rabbit three, like I said, is, and I do want to get back to rabbit three at, uh, you know, we'll come back to that, but, um, you didn't start with rabbit three. I and I just, we were talking recently. I was like, Oh my God, I forgot you. This isn't like you've had other brands. So like, how did you even become a designer? Like what, what take me through that journey? So I, I originally wanted, so towards the end of high school, I was like, I want to go to school for either video game design. Cause mm -hmm. I was a huge gamer mm -hmm. at the time or fashion design. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom was like, I'm not paying for video game design. She's like, I ain't got the money for that. And I just don't know what that's going to be. I was like, all right, cool. So then I was like, fashion design. And my family talks me out of it. Cause you know, mm -hmm. they're, mm -hmm. and, and at, at, for a hot minute, I kind of held a grudge about it. Mm -hmm. But I, again, like having to think back, like they're worried about stability. Yeah. And so I get it. it mm -hmm. It's they're, they're not trying to hinder me from it. Cause they don't think it's good, but it's just like, Dre is their stability in that. Mm -hmm. So, so okay. You know, go ahead. Hold on. We, we, cause I, I, I think that's a good thing to say right now because we are in the world of entrepreneurship and it's every, it really is. It's ghetto. very ghetto. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. <laughs> but like you saying that, you know, your family kind of was like stability and like how you, what you gonna, so like, and you said you held a grudge, like what, what did that look like for you? Uh, it, 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 it compiled with a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. Um, like, so I went to school for, I ended up going to school for graphic design, mm -hmm. um, following graduation, could not get a job in my field. Mm -hmm. And, and in retrospect, I kind of think I look at it now, my aesthetic was just not for eerie. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's very conservative here. Mm -hmm. And so like, and I remember going to like doing different firms, different studios and being told like, Oh, well, you know, you're like, you're overqualified. I'm like, I don't have any experience. Wow. Or, you know, you were, you just, were being told that here. That yes. You were overqualified. Yes. And you said you didn't even have, experience. didn't even have experience. But and the what, do you, what was saying, what was saying that you were overqualified? Like what were you, what, the portfolio of that, of, of, of my work. Wow. And, and, it was a hurt piece because I'm just like, wow. I like, I need, like, I want. So, okay, let me backtrack. So during, during, during college, I was working at Gannondale, which okay. is an all-girl mm -hmm. RTF. Mm -hmm. um, Life-changing. Mm -hmm. Like, it just gave me a whole different perspective on life. Yeah. But I told myself I did not want to go back to that. Yeah. And I couldn't get a job. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just, so you, you pile, you take that. Um, I tried moving like three times. <laughs> It failed miserably. I'm like, wait, you back in, you live here? And, and, and so couldn't get a job, tried to move like three times, failed. I got, um, I got denied from grad school. Mm. Yeah, it was just like, so I, and, and, and that, and then like, I look at my family, I'm like, like y'all, like y'all deterred me. Like, mm. like I'm here, I'm here, I'm here suffering because of y'all. You know wow, what I mean? Yeah. But I, God works, God works ways. Yeah. And it was through all that that it, it kind of forced my hands to just take my own path. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like I I, I always believe that all rivers lead to the ocean. Yeah. And so here I am. I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I may not be exactly where I want to be, but I do believe that this is where I need Yours to be. Need to be and supposed to be at the moment. This is true. At the moment, wow. I I realized that like living here, um, I can afford to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I can afford to do the design that I want to do. If I'm gonna go travel, I can. Mm -hmm. So it's like. So what would you tell somebody that might be in a similar situation to what you were 
maybe feel maybe has family that are kind of like no you need to take this path or and I know you did say like you know I just had to do my own thing but what would you tell somebody if they were in the position you were in um right now have a plan and have two backup plans oh um if if you feel it is it's in your heart to follow that what it is that you want to do mm-hmm. definitely go for it mm-hmm. I think there's two people that you should always listen to one is a person who you do want to who you do want to switch shoes with mm. and somebody who you don't want to oh. so that we have two ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. and you can make a decision on your own oh wow um at, at where I kind of like I think I dropped the ball is I listened to my family members who didn't don't really understand like design and mm-hmm. art and all those things mm-hmm. and I didn't take the time out to actually reach out to somebody or like you know what I mean who, yeah who, who who understands how that world works? So I I'm gonna say get like a mentor, right? Yeah, yeah. Or have yes. like some type of mentor. So you would encourage people to get. And I think I said this even on my podcast. Like find or who was I talking? I was talking to somebody about just find somebody who is doing something similar, right? Or even if it's social media, find somebody who's doing something similar and get inspired by them, connect with them. Mm-hmm. And, and it could be in any genre of whatever, like construction. I always use construction. I think it's because I work for a construction company. But I'm like, if you want to be in construction, talk to those people because they're the ones you that have probably been in worse shoes than wherever yes. you're at right now and can give you that insight. I know our friend Giselle, she's like, don't start a business, but start a business. Like you said, business, being an entrepreneur, it's ghetto. But if you're passionate about what you're doing, it's worth all those moments of struggle. Right. So, <laughs> so thank you for your insight on that. So going back to being a designer, um, you were you were just talking about, so you started, you started from just like, okay, I'm going to just do my own thing. Right. And you started with brands. So you had other brands. So tell me about those. So my first brand was Eclectic, Eclectic Adonis. Mm-hmm. And that was the play off my Twitter name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was doing, um, I was doing like illustrations of like famous historical figures. So mm-hmm. I did like the Nefertiti head. Mm-hmm. I did like a, a Zeus head. I did Medusa. And I just had them printed on like tank tops and sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. And I, I I did it just on a whim. And it, you know, it respond people responded very well to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I I ran into the issue with was what what I created was selling, but that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I tried to veer off like with it, like showcasing what I really wanted to do, and it didn't resonate with the people who were buying the stuff. Yeah. So that kind of like fell to the wayside. And I was like, well, whatever. So I just <laughs> You're like, scratch that. Yeah, I was like, whatever. I walked away from it. And so then I came back. And I, so I came back with E. Adonis. And I, that was more so with the um, with how I wanted things to go. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that kind of blew up a little too fast for me. And I was like, ah. Now, is that when you were, like, you did a piece for Lizzo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like. He's done pieces that celebrities have worn. And I know Lizzo was kind of still coming out when you did that. Right. That the funny thing about that is um that around that time, that was like 2018, 2017. Yeah. Yep. I remember that because that's when I started like trying to build my confidence. Mm. Like I made Divinely Plus as my Instagram. So I was following all these plus size women, and Lizzo happened to be like one of them. And then I saw you do that. Like yeah. you did a, t- I wanted you to tell the story. Do you mind sharing? No, yeah, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I was like, oh my God, I just started following 
she's like famous and Dre's like making a piece or has a piece that she's wearing. So tell me about that experience with um have give, having a piece that Lizzo wore. So with a when I did Eclectic Adonis, um her her now hairstylist Shelby Swain, mm-hmm. she had bought some stuff off of that and then we kind of, we follow each other and she just always been cool. Mm-hmm. And like as time progressed, she um she shot me a, a message. She was like, Hey, you know, I'm working with this artist. Um, I think you know, you guys would be a good fit for each other. And I was like, All right, cool. Nothing really came from that. And mm-hmm. then probably like a couple months later, she was like, I'm gonna link you in with the um her stylist, mm-hmm. Marco, at the time. And uh me and Marco exchanged numbers, we talked, we chatted, and he gave me a list like this is what Lizzo wants, you mm-hmm. know, and I think this would be a good fit. I like I like the set that you have. Um, I like the bodysuits. I like the, in at in around that time, the bodysuits like that I was designed. It was for all sizes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So it was like you you saw a petite girl, but you also saw like a full figure woman mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I'll definitely do it. So I did it. Um, she wore it. She, I do. I designed a couple pieces though. She wore she wore a, she wore them all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And that's how that. Yeah. Happened. And you've had little Nas X on his Instagram wear your pants. Yeah. You've had I think it was what the shy. What? Yes, the shy, you're okay. right, the shy. And then you've even had, oh, look, I'm trying to remember. Look, he got a list. <laughs> okay. Um, Donna? Was it, Do- what was Black Ink Crew? Oh, Sky. Sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody else? Um, Malibu Mitch. Okay, I don't think uh, I Malibu Mitch. She's, she's a rapper from New York. Okay, okay. Um, before she blew up, Coyle Ray. Okay. Uh, K. Michelle. Oh, yes. DJ Duffy. I don't know. DJ. She was on Basketball Wives. Okay. Okay. Light skin okay. shortcut yeah, yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, young young Dolph. Okay. Rest in peace. Uh, yes. Rest in peace. I I think that's it at the that's moment. It. I think. So, how do you stay humble? Do it because I feel like the. I mean, okay, yes. Yeah, so you can answer in a minute. I feel like the average person. And maybe I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking I'm too small. I could be thinking too small. But like hearing that list of people that you've had them wear your things and you just be out here like, don't, don't look my way. <laughs> True story. So Sky had wore, Sky had wore a bodysuit and was on TV. My aunt called me crying. Like, oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> like, I love you, Shaleen. But then yeah. you called me crying. I'm so proud of you. And like, as we're on the phone, I'm looking at the computer screen like, how am I going to pay my car insurance? That's wild. You know what I mean? You told me this before too. And, and so it's like, from the outside looking in, you would think like, I'm rolling in mm-hmm. dough. Like I got it mm-hmm. big and it, it's, it's really not like mm-hmm. that. Because like for real, for real, a lot of celebrities don't want to pay for items. They don't. They be the ones that want, you guys, we be talking about, don't ask your friends for free stuff and, and the celebrities be making it seem like they out here, but they be the ones. But also brands give them free stuff because they're like, we want you to promote. Right. But like, yeah, you're kind of losing out on money a lot of times. So uh, one thing a lot of celebrities don't want to pay, and this, this is not to, like to say anything yeah, about the ones yeah, that I've worked for with, sure. but a lot of celebrities don't want to pay. A lot of the times their stylists may take items, not give it to the celebrity mm, mm-hmm. and just run off with it. <laughs> There's a lot of scamming That's going on. Yeah. So it's like it it it, it looks pretty, but yeah. it it doesn't always translate to mm-hmm, money. Mm-hmm. Translate to sales, I should say. So how do you kind of what keeps you motivated with with those experiences? As because like you said, even kind of going back to like 
your family saying, you know, this, I don't know, like, is this going to be a, a, a financial, a, a good financial move for you? Mm-hmm. And in those moments, like how, what keeps you going when you do that real quick i have kyra she said the catalog is long come through and then she <laughs> said entrepreneurs put so much work behind the scenes oh mm. yes we do it's an, a constant grind so with all that being said like what keeps you pushing through to to, to through all this um it i, I just like to create mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's because i like to create so much the business side of things, I struggle with completely. Like when, yeah. when it comes to looking at numbers, I'm like, I don't want to see it. Yeah. I'll do this tomorrow. <laughs> but I, I love to create yeah. and I love to create opportunities for others to create or to, mm. for, them to, or to for them to express themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, when I do these, like these experiences, like these, mm-hmm. these art pop-ups and these, like these fashion shows, I, I really want, I want everybody to experience. I want everybody to be a part of it, yeah. especially here because I, I feel like there is so much talent. There is so much, just, just God-given skill yeah. that a lot of people just kind of put to rest because mm-hmm. there's no stability yeah. Yeah. in that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I just, I just want, I just want everybody just like. Ex- so when I did that T-shirt workshop, yes. I, it, it brought me so much joy because everybody literally, y'all are a designer. Look at that, and everybody had a good time. Yeah, and I, and I just want to do that on a larger scale, especially here. Yeah. No, and let, let's talk about even these experiences because I know a lot of people. So there, I've been at the. I think I've been all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I definitely make my content, and then we have people that go, "What is this?" And we, I'm like, follow our our social medias, please. But either way, I say that because you in the last year you've done three install art our installations, right? Mint nectar. I did mint last year, but nectar. Well, so like I always say, because I feel like this is still big. So from 2020, what is that? 2020? 2022. Gosh, I can't keep up with the years anymore. (laughs) 2022 to 2023, you've done three art installations. Did two art art installations. Oh, why am I thinking you had three? It had two runways. Okay. Okay. I don't know why I'm thinking. Okay. So you had mint. I had mint. I had nectar. Nectar. And I had all black, black summer, summer, and then there's still hope. Yes. Right. And so tell me about, okay, these are installations. What are they for people who are now going to see them? Cause you're going to probably do more and like, be like, what is that? Uh, it, it's, it's just a good time. It is. It's a good time. It's, it's, you know, I, I have a DJ Giovanni is amazing. Giovanni. Man. Giovanni will get you right. Yes, he so will. Shout out to Chrissy. She, she pours Chrissy, the most amazing drinks. She's our, both of our bartenders. Okay. You know what I mean? So we got a good DJ. We got a good bartender. Yeah. Um, there's art. There's 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 uh like selfie stations. Mm-hmm. It's just a good time. Like mm-hmm. you can come get dressed. And I always have a theme. I try to do a theme with yes, colors. Yes. Um that's yeah. We'll yeah, just trying to have a you know, just trying to have a good time. Cause it's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. I, I think everybody should be deserving of that. Yeah. And it, and I love that. I love that you have brought this to our city. Um do you feel like making these new experience has been a challenge in our city to do? Uh slightly. Mm-hmm. But I, I try my best to focus on what's going right versus what's not going mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, the tur- at the end of the day, the turnout is always amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, like people have a good time and I, 
and they come back and that's yeah. and that i think that's so important because it's like retention yeah like i have yeah. one event are you gonna come back to the next one yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah and w- like when i've been to like i said all four of his those events he named and Dre is very strategic and intentional about his events and the experiences like you we've gotten candles and and cards and and he puts so much love into these things to really like leave an imprint right on and and I share that that passion with him, which is why we're doing an event together because I want us to experience these unique things. Like we always see people like, Oh, I wish we had this here. Mm -hmm. And and people travel to go to these experiences. It's like, we can create this stuff here. It's true. We got to stop. Like, and, and I don't know, I'm sure you can test this. Like I, it it drives me crazy. And and it drives me crazy now because I've, I've stepped outside the box, but I was, that person was like, Oh, eerie. We like people aren't going to support. And we, if we do this and it's like, you have got to get out of that mindset because I had to. Yeah, we, we have. And now look at what we prove with doing that is if you build it, they will come. They will. They will. It might not be right away because it's hard to trust here. It's hard to trust an experience here. It's hard to trust the atmosphere here. And that's why I know for me, I always try to make sure my guests feel welcome. And you do the same. You always, you know, you greet, you talk to people, you make sure you're thanking them. Um, you show a lot of gratitude and it's like, you gotta be willing to one step outside the box. Mm -hmm. You gotta be willing to be okay with not, it not looking exactly how you want it to at first. And you gotta be okay with maybe the, the, the turnout not being exactly what you want at first. Mm-hmm. Because once people start to see, once people get comfortable, once people see, okay, they're having a good time, there's no drama, people look welcoming, they will come. They will. But you have to start. You yeah. just have to do it. So do you have anything to say to that anymore? Uh, I, I started doing events in Pittsburgh. Okay, yes. And... um. You, those always turned out amazing mm-hmm. and i and i'm not gonna lie to you i definitely was apprehensive about doing something here mm-hmm. i was just like they're not gonna come they're not mm-hmm. gonna support but um after after the pandemic uh i guess more so 2022 2022 i got my studio at the cashier's house mm-hmm. and then like just talking to alex and and we just figured like we can do that stuff here mm-hmm. and so i i just went for it and i like i i was i was a big <laughs> participator of complaining about Erie. Yes. Like uh it, it's boring here, it's wackier, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I can't complain if I'm not trying to make anything make anything happen. Right. So how do you feel now that you've you've accomplished these four very successful and impactful events about I, I'm 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 satisfied. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 the next one I'm I just I'm hoping I get the spot that I want to have it at. Oh you will. Yeah you prayers will. up because that is yeah. going to be that's gonna be (laughs) but let's talk obviously real quick so dre and i if you didn't hear if you haven't heard if you haven't seen the purple and gold flyer going around we have decided to collab on an event for the end of the year um us both having such successful events and making such a huge 
impact and imprint, we felt it would be an amazing, dope, and experience to collab. So like I said in the beginning, December 9th, we are hosting together the Royal Affair, which is going to be just a time to connect with different people, <coughs> excuse me, dance, have mixed drinks, excuse me. Have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> Um, have positive vibes. If you've been to either one of our events, you know that is literally top priority for us to have positivity, um, no drama. Like we respect you when you walk in the door and we respect, we ask that you respect this, our space, our time, other people's time there. This year has been so crazy for so many of us. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's, it, it's going to be a nice way to end the year on a positive note. So, and like Dre said, he likes his um, theme colors. So we are doing a theme color. I was like, yes, we gotta, we gotta mix the two. So we're doing royalty because Divine is all, Divinely Crown is all about royalty. And we're doing the theme colors for off of Dre. So we're definitely gonna combine Rabbit 3 and Divinely Crown in the most beautiful way. And we are so excited for you guys to come out and, and enjoy that time with us. Um, take pictures, dance. We want to see you dancing. Okay. Very much. <laughs> we do. I just feel like we, I was just talking to a friend. She's like, why does anybody dance here? And I'm like, I wonder sometimes what that I, is. I think it's just a lot of people are insecure. You think? I think it's that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are so caught up in trying to uphold this, this certain this image. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I think people just, too busy in the phone. Yeah. Well, we man, don't make me. I'm gonna have a bucket at the door. Y'all gonna have to have a ticket. Take your no. I'm playing because we want you to make content. But like, I want to encourage you guys. Like, what if you listened to this before? To please come and and just let go for four hours. Just yeah. let go. Like, I want to see just that childlike high school, middle school enjoyment because we need that we have so much pressure True. already in adulthood in life and i just want to see for four hours of you guys just letting go letting loose and enjoying getting dressed up and dancing and having a good time i don't know i don't matter it doesn't matter who it is um and don't worry you know i'm gonna be dancing so i will come dance with you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you have anything else to say to that um, I, Davina and I were trying to figure out what color everybody's going to be wearing. I have, I have a very strong feeling people will be wearing much more gold than purple. Okay. Because I, I've been talking to so many different people and I feel like it is really neck and neck. I don't, I don't know. So I don't put know. in the comments, if you are still on here, like what color are you wearing? Even if you, you watch this later, tell us what color or what color do you think everybody's going to be wearing? I want to do like a poll because I feel like. Maybe like at the door, like have them like tally or something. Yeah. I just think it's gonna be. So I think crazy. gold's gonna take it. To be honest, I don't know. I think it's gonna be purple. I do. I think it's gonna be purple. Real quick, we got Mary Shell, and she said, "Andre, your passion and heart is so grand. Seeing you shine and collaborate is everything Erie needs. Both of you must." Both me, both of you must continue to shine. Thank you. Thank you and then she put the uh, purple and gold hearts. Kyra said gold, and then Mary put gold hearts. So 
right. We're gonna take it. Okay. I am wearing like a gold yellow shirt. So before I know we, I mean, we've been on here. Look, I told you we've been on here for an hour and six minutes. Just data. I would not have guessed. You would not have guessed. So your last show you did, and I, I do want to talk about it a little bit and highlight it because um, I do feel like you were intentional about why you even did this show. But your last one runway show that you just did in October. October. Now? Yeah. Wow, it just went by. Like I remember you planning and everything, and now, but it was called "There's Still Hope" runway show, and you had all of your guests wear autumn themed colors. So we had the red and the yellow and the orange and the burgundy, all the things. But tell me what kind of um, tell me how you even came up with that that theme. Uh, I I. I I, the, like no for real, like the the title, that's truly how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, like like I said before, Aries is not a place that you know anything artistic thrives. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's getting better now, it's though. Getting it's getting better. much yeah, better now. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But I mean, like a lot of people have put their passion set aside just to work a nine to five, mm -hmm. and it, it, there's nothing wrong with working mm -hmm. a nine to five because mm -hmm. I, I I still have my nine to five. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. jeez. Um. But yeah, I, I just want like I did. I wanted that show to be a testament that there is still hope. No matter how old you are, you can still model. Mm -hmm. No matter because mm. I and y'all. Yes. So next time I have a casting call, please everybody just come. Yes, come like, okay, I'm, like including please. me because I really yeah. feel like this time I'm gonna. Doesn't matter. I like to be a spectator because I just like to be on the outside making my content. But I do want to at least walk in one show, so I'm going to. Yeah. So no matter your age, your size color skin height yes. white just please just come come. Come, come 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 i love that but yeah i just i just wanted that to be i just wanted that to be personification of hope mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah well you i feel like you did your thing and it, it was just so you're you're amazing like if you guys have not checked out his website his social media yet like his pieces excuse me are amazing um they're just outside the box when Speaking of that, are you planning, like, because people were like, where can I order this outfit off of the runway show? Are you going to be selling those pieces? So I am horrible at social media. Like, like <laughs> I know, I'm about horrible. to just take over from, but yeah, we ain't going to talk well. about it. <laughs> you can go on the website now. Some of the things, some of the items okay. that are on the runway are on the website, mm -hmm. rabbit3.co. Um, I'm going to, I have yet to post the runway <laughs> recap video. I was supposed to do it yesterday, but I got sidetracked. I'm about to text him tomorrow. I'm going to do it right after we get off of Okay, this. so look out for that because I'm ready to see it too. Look out after this. If you're watching it tonight, look out for Andre's recap video from the runway show. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. And then, so you said some pieces are on the website. Right. And then, so those are like, you'll, you, they can order them and they'll, they'll pretty much come, you know, right away. Yeah. Somebody, Okay, Kyra said, mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, and then, so you normally, all the runway pieces you normally do have are, end up being for sale. No. No? No. Because okay. I, I, I'm not rolling down. I like that. Like, I, I'm going to be as transparent as possible when I talk about this business side of things. Listen. Um, no, some of the items I, I will have on deck. Mm -hmm. The rest of them, they're just one of one. Okay. So, can people buy those one of ones? I mean, you can, but like. I mean, the model been in it, but. That and also like the whole pre-order thing. I've done it before. People get impatient, especially like after the pandemic. Yeah. People want this stuff right then and there. And I get it. Mm -hmm. I just don't want that headache. Yeah. So really it's about you're really this is more so 
and art and express like more so so like it's like a balance of just i create these pieces mm -hmm. as an expression but also you there might be a chance that you can buy some of these pieces then that's very you summed it up perfectly yeah i like that though i do like that because it is your expression of art just like people hang up painting some are for sale some i mean no most of them are for sale but it might be for like you know yeah. limited time or something like that but i think that's i like think that's very dope they're you. very just impressive oh. i love it i love it i love it so um i'm like do i have anything else like because i know we could probably go all night but <laughs> but i do want to get into your support system again real quick because yeah. i do feel like talking about entrepreneurship and i know you did say in the beginning like your you know your family they're very supportive but like they did have that that moment of like mm, what are you gonna do but they're very supportive now and i want to know like how important is that for you as you are going after your dreams i i can truly honestly say and i'm so thankful to god for this that all of my friends my family my loved ones my close ones have always been supportive mm -hmm. i've never had a wavering thought that somebody in my circle was like not for mm -hmm. me you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so i don't know like when people like post stuff like you know watch out for the snakes in your circle yeah. i can't relate to yeah. any of that no, legit, I've, I, feel I've, you. I feel you. I, I, i'm super blessed for that mm -hmm. I, but i also want to attest that to having discernment yes oh that that's a good word yeah. to, because i feel like i've been talking about that word heavy having that discernment that that is very true. I think nowadays that is you do need to have discernment because sometimes we pick we're connected to people because we aren't using our discernment or if it's mm -hmm. like, you know, so sometimes you got to look at yourself when it comes to the snakes in your circle or whatever, because yeah. how how much sometimes we don't we're like we have that discernment and then we still overlook it. True. Like, no, maybe I'm tripping, but trust that. It's there for a reason. Trust your instincts. Trust that discernment. And so it's a, it is like we go to your events and it's like your family's all hands you on will see, deck. You will see all my aunts. They you will, will see my mom. You will listen, see my little sister. You will sister. see my cousin Janisha. Because yes. Janisha comes every single yes. thing. I love you so much. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of that, do you have anything you want to say to your family? I'm sure you say it, but like publicly. Yeah, y'all are cool. Thanks. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> So actually, before we before we wrap this up, I do want to get into we we've been talking about how introverted you are, which you would never guess that on this episode. Just so you know, catch me in public. Yeah, catch you in public, legit. But like, um, I had said I wanted to ask, like, because I see that so much, and even like Kyra in the beginning, she's like, uh, what did she said something about like, oh, introverts unite. When you are in a business where you do have to. Like there's a point you have to be in the public eye. Mm -hmm. You have to be out here. You're doing events. Like right. you're gonna be around people. Like, what has that been like for you um as an introvert who has this passion, wants to share it with the world, but also do you even know, like, do you know like the definition kind of of a or like what an introvert actually is, like to be able to explain it? I'm gonna paraphrase okay, it. Okay, paraphrase um, it for whatever you and your what <laughs> from your that's fine because from 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 my yeah, experience. Yeah. Uh, I can say socially awkward. Okay. Um, feeling out of place mm -hmm. when around a, a large group of people, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and also you just kind of just want to retreat to yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I told myself probably top of twenty twenty, I was like, you know, I can't be upset about things not changing if I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And and again, God, God heard me. He was like, let's do this. And so yeah. I met Patrick, um, Patrick Fisher, mm -hmm. and he reached out to me about uh hosting the 
uh, creative crowds. Mm -hmm. And that was the start of everything. Wow. And thank you, Patrick. Yeah, uh, shout out to Patrick. We miss you here in Erie, PA. True, true. Um, and, and then from there, like, literally just doors just started opening up. And I mm -hmm. realized, like, if I, as long as I stay away from my comfort zone, I can find success over here, even this though. That's why you know, he has me in his life. This is, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Coaching services, if you're an introvert, you need some support. Jet toe support. A tongue lashing. That's <laughs> yeah. We will get into that discussion, yes, because I, I will get y'all right. I that's true. To, that is true. I, but I do it with love. You do. Okay. You do. Tough love. Very tough, tough love. love. Iron fist. Yeah. <laughs> but look at you now here on this podcast. That's true. Of <laughs> and I'm no, like, I'm going to hold your hand through this, but we, we got to get you out of here. So, but what would you tell? So what would you tell like a fellow introvert who maybe is still where you were? before you decided, okay, I have to change. You need to decide when is it that you want to make this happen? And mm -hmm. then when that day comes, you have to jump. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Decide, but make decide, right. You know, don't just think about it, but actually put a stamp, even if it's like, I, I guess I'll say this, like, cause I, this is sometimes what I say with, to my clients, you gotta like, Put yourself out there. Go to an event. Mm -hmm. If you see something that you're like, oh, I kind of want to do do it. These events. Come. come. Listen. You don't need we, to know anybody. Just come. Yes, because we will make sure you feel welcome. And people, like, I just, I do genuinely, and I maybe, I'm going to just poke my chest out and Go hit for him. We don't, we, we are making sure, like, full on. Why is there... Oh, there's fireworks and a thumbs up for some reason. I don't know where that just came from, but I guess I'm just on the great and somehow that happened. But there was literally fireworks on my screen. <laughs> Either way, we know what we we bring to the table when it comes to our events. We know how people have felt. We we have proof of reviews to we we know what we're doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. We know the space we create. For people, if you want to get yourself out there, a Divinely Crown or a Rabbit 3 event is the perfect place to be as an introvert because we're going to make you feel comfortable. So that's all I got to say about yeah. that. <laughs> and that's that. So before I let you go, I always like to leave um, room for my guests to, I say, have the throne or the mic. Is there anything that um, you know, you wish I would have said or asked or anything. You're like, oh, I really want people to hear this or we talk about this and whatever. Is there anything that the, the mic is yours? Despite all the the highlights that we, you know, we talk about, I just want people to know, like, this is this took 10 years mm -hmm. that um, if you are going down the road of entrepreneurship, there's nothing wrong with keeping a nine to five. Mm -hmm. Keep that nine to five. Like, like, keep it. Keep it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. And, and there's a lot of money being behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. don't be afraid to step behind like the camera or, or if you're in music, being a producer, mm -hmm. write the music. Like there's a lot of money behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. You don't always have to be in the forefront. There was just um a kid. He's on one of the Nickelodeon shows. Mm -hmm. Did you, I don't know if you saw mm -hmm. this. I don't even know his name, but he was a, a young black boy. He is like, I think he's like little dreads too, but um, they just said that he is one of the writers behind Snooze 
for SZA, which mm. is like blowing up and you would never know because he's, I mean, he's on TV, but it's like he's, I only know of him because I'm like, my kids watch him. Right. But like, it's just like, like you said, it's okay to be behind the scenes, write the songs. Like you never know what, what, yeah, that's good. And keep your nine, keep your nine to five. Yeah, no, legit. Please don't let these, these business gurus make you feel like you're behind. Even business owners, like you're behind because you're still working a nine to five. Or if you want to still work a nine to five and you don't want to do business. That's, that's okay. That's that's beautiful. Yes. I wish we'll say no. I don't I don't want to say what I was gonna say because I do love what I do. I'm blessed. I thank God for the gifts he gave me, but it's not easy. It's mm. not easy. Um, but it's worth it. But you don't have to do this. You don't have entrepreneurship is not for everyone. You don't have to have some bright business idea. It's okay for you to just work a nine to five. And it's not just nine to five, like a, a, a you know, all the different right. a regular corporate job. You still a boss. You can still be a boss doing that stuff. Um, but yeah, because it takes more sometimes more to just stay that way. Mm. Kyra said, preach, y'all. So, yes. So I just always like to say, oh. First of all, no, I can't do that because I, I have questions, a few questions that I always ask. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I do. Listen, this is, my, this is actually my first interview with somebody else in the last two months. So bear with me as well. But I do like to, I have two questions I always ask. And the first one is just talking about your journey, talking about how you're like, you know, the competitiveness and, and talking about like you just didn't care what people have to say and all these things like Divinely Crown's all about confidence and self-love. And from um, a king's perspective, what does confidence look like to you? Uh <laughs> Standing comfortably alone. Mm. I think I, I, social media has like screwed everybody's uh, vision up thinking like you need to have like an entire posse around you. Mm -hmm. And in reality, the fact of the matter is you came alone, you're going to leave alone. Mm -hmm. So you need to be comfortable being alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay. Okay. And the last question I always like to ask is at the age you are now with everything you have been through done all the way up until this time mm. what would you tell young andre in daycare that learned to draw brides like what would you tell him or any at any age where maybe you felt defeated or something like that what would you tell him uh um I, I guess this is going to sound cliche, but like literally cherish it all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. Just cherish it all because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it it, it makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like all the experiences that I've had, like all the jobs that I've had that I hated. It 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 has shaped me to be very humble. Yeah, and just understanding that like at any given time, these tables can turn, mm -hmm. and you could be on the you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on the down. Mm -hmm. No, that's and I don't feel like that's cliche. I haven't I haven't really heard that specific thing. So no, to me, I, that's not cliche. And that's all true. And I wish we I, I don't want to hold you up too much longer. But the humble stuff, I know people have a it's 50 50 on that that it's become more like don't say like I'm not being humble. So I get it. But no, mm -hmm. for, but like you said, with you saying that it's like at any given time, this could 
tables could turn. And so just cherish those moments and things like that. So I, I love that. I love that a lot. Well, I always like to give my flowers to my guests. And I just want to say how proud I am. I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm inspired by you truly. Like Thank I've you. known some of this because we've had conversations, but just hearing your journey um, is truly beautiful. And I'm just grateful that you have decided to shift your perspective of our city and done the work and put in the intentional time to help make our city, especially in the black community, mm -hmm. um, more beautiful. So thank you for that. And I just can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. If you are watching this live and those who will listen later, thank you for listening. I'm so excited to be back doing these and I'm so excited now I'm getting the Kings in the hot seat. So, um, I think I said, I'm, I'm going to try to get one a month, right? Because I don't want to, my queens, y'all, I still got all y'all. Y'all, it's a list. I got a long list, but I would love, I just love hearing this perspective and highlighting, um, you know, the, the, the Kings in our city doing great things as well. So, um, but yeah, so until next time, just make sure you continue to connect with Divinely Crown. Like I said, get your tickets to the Royal Affair happening December 9th at 1020 Collective. Um, tickets are $60. Um, and yeah, and that includes some goodies in there too. So just make sure you get your tickets. Listen, we do sold out things over here, both of us. Okay. So make sure you get your tickets. Okay. They will not be sold at the door. Just get your tickets, please. please. And don't DM us about nothing. I am horrible at answering DMs okay, yeah. too. Like, so Dre don't, don't answer DMs at all. He barely answers text messages. That too. And I'm not going to keep answering y'all DMs because it's all on my timeline. I love y'all. I say that with love. But either way, get your tickets. And until next time, remember, you are divinely crowned.